ghetto. But anywho, <laughs> for those of you who have missed us, we are now back live mm-hmm. better than ever. This is Black Talk Radio season three, you already know. episode one. I'm super duper excited to be chatting with everyone this semester. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, last week was supposed to be our first episode, but the station was down. We had technical difficulties. Um, now the station is under my management and two other people. Um, the other two people on our board are currently away. They're studying in London for a semester, so shout out to them. So we've been trying to manage just us three, and it has been like a challenge, but we're making it work the best way we know how. So that's that on that. Um, but you know, regular programming. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about our recap on our summer. We're going to go into some topics, and then we have a special guest today. Kiamani, she's gonna be sitting down with us talking about her singer songwriter career, and it's gonna be lit. So, to start off, Amarachi, mm-hmm. tell us how was your summer? What did you do? Give us a full, a little recap. Yo, how was my summer? <laughs> my summer was dead. Like I didn't do anything. Like it was supposed to be a hot girl summer, but no, it wasn't. Um, all I did was work. I barely went out, um, but I made some money, and I'm thankful for that. Okay. I met some cool people though. I hung out with my friends sometimes. Who so. did you meet? Enlighten hmm. hmm. us. <laughs> um, don't worry about it. Like, she can't spill all the. She can't spill all the tea. Okay. Gotta keep that. Yeah, I gotta keep, keep it on a low. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, as far as my summer went, let's see. I went to Spain. No, you well, had a busy let's, summer. Let's not even get to that. I Start from the beginning. Work. I worked a lot. Like, the beginning of the summer, I was really at Target, like, being a slave. I really <laughs> hate that job. Um, then I went to Spain. I interned for this company called Rooster Global News Network. Uh, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, at Kristen Ayana, if you go to my page, you'll see the latest article that I published um, with that company. And Rooster Global News Network is a company I worked for in Spain. They're a nonprofit organization, news organization, and it was like me and a bunch of other students all over the world that basically got the opportunity to travel to Spain and write for them. Wow. And we went on different trips, and it was just really fun. Like I met, like I met people from New York. I met people from Barbados, Trinidad. This wow. one girl, like she was from Australia. Damn. Like it was people from all over. It was very like cultural. And my article is called Black and Abroad, the African Experience in Madrid. And it basically talks about, like, African um, immigration. A lot of people from West Africa specifically migrate to Spain, you know, in hopes of a better life. And I just met, like, different people. Um, There's this neighborhood in Madrid called Lava Piaz. And a lot of the people that, you know, live there and work there, they are of African descent or come from West Africa. Mm -hmm. And it was just really cool to see, like, black like to know like okay black people are everywhere like Like it's not just you know what you because going to spain like you wouldn't think like it would be a town like like that but it was and they even had like a nelson mandela plaza and like so many beauty supply stores like Mm -hmm. it it low-key reminds me of like a flat bush in like brooklyn so super duper dope and that's what my article talks about and just other places um that you could visit in madrid if you're looking for a little black culture and experience so that was that i'm gonna have to go yeah, it was it was good. Um, then what else did I do this summer? Um, I went to Canada for Caravana. Shout out to all my Caribbeans. If you don't know this, you know I'm Jamaican. I think I'm gonna play some dance hall and some soca in a little bit. Um, but yeah, shout out to all my Caribbeans. Went to Caravana. It was so lit. It was my first time, you know, going to Caravana, and I really had fun. I definitely think next year though, I'm gonna if I go again, I'm gonna play mass. And for those of you who don't know oh, really? what mass is. 
It's basically like um, when you dress up in the masquerade costumes and you dance and you go with like a company. So definitely considering that, it's kind of expensive though. So like if that's what I decide to do, that'll probably be like my only trip for that mm -hmm. summer. I think it would be worth it though. Yeah, for sure. So that's that on that. Um, and also we want to talk about how to be a hot girl this semester because you know, we just ended hot girl summer and mm -hmm. we need to talk about how to be a hot girl. Yeah, how do we school. have a hot girl semester? Well, number one, do all your work. Yeah, don't play any games when it comes to your schoolwork. Do your work. Like, we're not saying you can't party. We're mm -hmm. not saying you can't have fun. No, yeah, of course yeah, not. It's but college. Like, yeah. But make sure you get your work done. And Academics I feel like, first. And I feel like you'll low-key feel better, like, mm -hmm. knowing that, okay, my work is done, and, like, now I'm yeah. going out. If as you opposed go out, to just going mm -hmm. out and knowing you got masks. Yeah, and you'll feel guilty if you go out and you don't get your work done. Like, you can't really enjoy mm -hmm. it fully if your work isn't done. So, um, definitely that. Um, have a planner. Mm -hmm. Stay organized. Because it's, I feel like it's so easy to, like, forget to do stuff or like forget to go to things if you don't at least have a google right. calendar yeah today i made a google calendar actually i sat down for like an hour and made a whole <laughs> entire schedule put everything in i can't do that i don't like google calendar i feel I like i have helpful. to write it down mm. right definitely have to write it down um i have a physical calendar in my room big one and a mm. planner those are like the things i die by so but to each his own um what else be active on campus. Yeah, don't just be staying in your room. Be a part of your <laughs> campus. Like, come on. Like, I know some people, like, they, they're introverted, but I'm introverted. But, you you're, know, you're not going to have a good time if you stay Do in. something. Mm -hmm. Like, do something. get involved in something. Join even a club. If, even if it's one club. Mm -hmm. I recommend that. Facts. And, you know, if you do those things, you should have a good semester. I mean, what else? Try don't, new things. Try new things. Uh, zone date. <laughs> no, it's like, no, nah, I'm kidding. I wouldn't say don't date, but, like, I don't know. People be getting distracted. It's not worth it. If you could do both, do both. If you know you're going if you, if you're gonna start dating somebody and as soon as he play you out, you're going to be in your room crying, not doing none of your work, and you're going to be super sad, then you don't need to be dating. Yeah, know yourself. Know yourself. Yeah. That's it. That's it right there. That's the tea. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, speaking of tea, um, now we're going to get into our tea talk segment. For those yeah. of you who don't know, it's basically the segment where we talk about the latest topics in media and all that. Yeah. So, Popeye's and his chicken sandwich. I know wow. we're a little late, but y'all have to bear with us yeah. because this is our first episode mm. of this season. Did you try it? No. And uh, <laughs> there's a Popeye's, like, up the street from my house at home, and I'm just truly, deeply, wow. honestly not pressed. Wow. You, you, you're, you live that close to a Popeye's if you do I could try. walk. Like, I couldn't really walk. Dang. I mean, I wanted to try it, but mm -hmm. I don't live that close to a Popeye's. And um, I feel like I'm not waiting in line for two hours, so. I feel like it's not that good. Also, it's been out. It I don't can't know be that why. good. I don't know. I like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Me too. I mean, I'm starting not to support them, though, because I learned about yeah, They're problematic. <laughs> they're problematic. To be honest, I've been new. They were problematic. <laughs> Me too. I and still I, eat their Yeah, hair. but then I'm like, no, I should really stop eating their stuff. Why is it so good, though? Like, dang. It is. It's really good. Yeah. I, I want to try it, but apparently they're out of, like, stock of the chicken sandwiches. Apparently, but then I'm still seeing people say, like, oh, I found it. I found the How sandwich. do you find it? <laughs> I don't know. This Where'd you sick. find it? <laughs> Everyone's sick. Um, but anywho, moving on. Forever 21 reportedly is preparing for potential bankruptcy. Wow. I really think Forever 21 don't, doesn't have to do this. Like, I think they could come out mm -hmm. of this. Like, I just feel like... 
when I think of Forever 21, I think of like it's one of the biggest companies. Like you mm-hmm. know, I'm, like it's, it's up there. It's, yeah, it's crazy for for them to be announcing this. Honestly, I think if Forever 21 does a little bit of rebranding mm-hmm. and a little bit of you know getting better clothes, maybe changing the prices. I I mean yes, what didn't we go to Forever 21 last weekend? Yeah, we did. And I found some, we found some good things. Yeah, but that's I bought a sweater from Forever 21 and it was super cute. I feel like it's rare to find good things though now. Like, yes. we have to dig. You do have to d- dig, and also I feel like sometimes people just want plain stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah, everything find, has to have a picture of a, of something. Like on you'll it. see a T-shirt, um, and you'll think it's a regular T-shirt, and then on the back it says like pizza. <laughs> like I don't want that. So I feel like a little yeah. bit of rebranding, just mm-hmm. knowing like who their audience is. Their audience is older now. I mean, they still have younger customers, but. The people who were shopping there 24-7 all the time mm-hmm. were, like, in college in, like, 2008. So, like, they're getting older now, and I feel like they still want to shop there, but they need to do some rebranding so that they can have their older customers and the younger customers be satisfied because it's just not cute anymore. Yeah, I agree. Definitely work on um, the rebranding and mm-hmm. just see where that takes you guys. It's not like – and also, the clothes aren't super, ex- like, super ex- expensive. Mm-hmm. Like – I mean, there's, you know, brands that, like Zara. Zara is very expensive, but people still shop there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with Forever 21, their pricing, if they just create a different type of, you know, clothes that is geared towards the demographic, they Mm -hmm. can see improvement. Yeah. So, we're going to have to see. I don't know Forever 21. Um, But in other news, um, Viola Davis is to play Michelle Obama in this series about First Lady about first ladies i didn't know about that yeah it's supposed to be coming on what channel i believe hbo okay that's lit yeah i'll, t- I'll tune in definitely. yeah i think it'll be good viola davis is a really good i actor. love viola davis i feel like she's so like very inspiring especially like for a black woman to see someone like of her complexion of her mm-hmm. like like with her natural hair out all the time and just doing as well as she's doing is very inspiring to see her like in the media all the time you know yeah she's definitely doing what she has to do mm-hmm. um 100% can attest to that so shout out to her I think it'll be good I want to know who the other first ladies are going to be though yeah that's true I didn't hear anything about I mean, are they really relevant though <laughs> <laughs> you hate to see it but um I'm interested to know who the other ones are going to be mm-hmm. me too so, yeah, um, I think that would be dope. But as far as our topics go, that was really, you know, our short little recap. Oh, I also put on here for the script, I said summer booze or bays. Amrachi, do you have any tea to spill on that? Is my mom listening? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, summer booze. See, like, for me, it was really great because um, my summer was stressful because of all the work. I was working mm-hmm. Monday through Friday and then also I had a part-time job on the weekend some weekends I was working not all of them though so it was really <laughs> nice to see people you know like see like certain people like on the weekends and just like you know chill but yeah okay and, <laughs> and yeah I feel like I feel like the summer everyone wants the summer boo because like it's the summer and you feel like it's gonna be like, like make, yeah make it better mm-hmm. but in hindsight you really don't you need your friends that's what you need you need your friends and money mm-hmm. and a job to go out you need job and a friend and friends yeah 
Yeah, I agree. I wasn't really in Jersey like that this summer to have the summer boots. Like, when was I seeing my mm-hmm. quote-unquote summer boots last day? So that's that on that. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go into a music break. And when we come back, we're going to do our interview with Kiamani. So stay tuned. This is Black Talk Radio. Okay, we are now live and back. And we are with... Kim and I. <laughs> thank you so much for coming out tonight. Yeah, so, you. first things first, tell everybody where you're from and when would you start getting into music? Yes, I'm from Piscataway, New Jersey, and I've been doing music all my life. Um, I grew up in the church and around like a lot of musically inclined people. So, ever since like I was young, I'm always in something musically. And um, like recently this past year like 2018 i decided to go solo as an artist because i was in a gospel group so i decided to go solo and write my own music so then this past may i put on my first single which was called toxic love and after toxic dropped i was just like okay like i kind of got it like you know (laughs) like this could really turn into like a full-blown career so that's when i started you know really being a serious artist okay okay Mm -hmm. um how old are you 21 okay Mm mm-hmm yeah so what was your inspiration behind the song toxic love and like do you have any upcoming projects like what is what are you currently working on so um my inspiration behind toxic was basically i went through a breakup Mm -hmm. like a really bad breakup and when you're writing music it really comes from your heart Mm -hmm. and like what you really experience so toxic was basically what i experienced so i put it in a song and it went crazy like all my supporters are like oh my god like i love toxic and a lot of people can relate to it because Mm -hmm. you know guys are crazy nowadays (laughs) so you got to learn how to get through that situation Mm -hmm. and boss up after a bad breakup like that's the best time to glow Mm -hmm. up and boss up is Mm -hmm. right after so that's where toxic came from and right now um i'm working on my single slide up it's dropping this month so it's like a tropical vibe it's like Mm -hmm. totally different from toxic and it's gonna be so fun we love that yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i'm excited for that too okay okay so um you know what has to be one of your favorite songs you have covered or created because you do covers Mm -hmm. i did see that Mm -hmm. on your page Mm -hmm. So any of your favorites, like, or maybe it's, it doesn't have to be something that's released. It could be something that you're currently just writing and you feel like, damn, like, this is really my favorite. Mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a good question. Right now, I think, like, out of all the music that I've written, I want to say, like, mm, I think my favorite song is Been Down. It's an unreleased song. Okay. So it's just about, like, a female, well, basically me, but, like, you know, a female mm-hmm. um, being down for a guy and holding him down and making sure that, like, you know, she's always there for him mm-hmm. and just explaining to him, like, you know, I've been hurt, I've been down, I've been feeling it. So, like, you need to understand, like, when I tell you something, you know, respect my feelings. Okay. So it's just, okay. like, you know, being down for a guy, mm-hmm. holding him down. And how do you go about writing a song? Uh, normally I find a beat first, mm-hmm. whatever vibe I'm in, like say if I'm like really mad, then I'm writing about why I'm mad, mm-hmm. but I'll find a beat and then I'll just go off of that. Like just go off of the melodies that come to me mm-hmm. and then whatever topic or mood I'm feeling, like that's what I write about. Okay. Yeah. Do you find that a lot of your music is geared, like more so like relationship type no. or Mm-mm. like fun? Like what's your... I'm like... Well, as an artist, I'm very versatile, and okay. that's one thing that I want to have and continue to have like throughout this industry is just making sure that I'm versatile and I'm reaching all ethnicities. I don't want to just be like R&B, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, categorized mm-hmm. or just reggae or like anything. Like mm-hmm. I want to tap into everything when it comes to country, R and B, pop, all that. Every I yeah. want to be in all of it. So that's why I said like this second song's um, slide up. It's like totally different from mm-hmm. Toxic. Toxic was like an R and B song, and this song is more like a an island Jamaican vibe. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's so different. Okay. Yeah. What what was your like experience recording it? Like, did you feel like nervous at first? Cause you know, like, did you just feel like okay, like this is what I want to do? Like, how did you get to decide that like, okay, I'm gonna do a song like this, like in the tropical island vibe? Um. Well, it was the beat that really spoke to me, and um, I always like love the Jamaican culture. Going up, like Thank I just you. yeah, I always <laughs> loved it, and like you know, I have a couple caribbean backgrounds in me a little bit but like Mm -hmm. i always just had a really a big passion for just like jamaican vibes so like i wanted to incorporate that in my Mm -hmm. music and i feel like a lot of people be able to relate because like even though you're not like full-blown jamaican that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you're not allowed to make music in that culture Mm -hmm. and like tap into different you know ethnicity so that's where it came from just being different right yeah and i feel like that's a really good point and Mm -hmm. i feel like you know that's I feel like even people that are from that culture will appreciate other people tapping right. into that culture. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. you know, it's a good way of showing, like, appreciation. So I think that's super-duper dope. Yes. Um, so you said that you were in a gospel group, but then you decided to go solo. Mm-hmm. What were some of, like, the challenges that you faced, like, making that transition? Um, it wasn't really any challenges because we all grew up together. So, like, mm-hmm. starting the gospel group, we were, like, I want to say 8 and 12 years old. Mm -hmm. So after we all started growing up and going to college and separating, we all kind of had to put the group on retirement anyway. Mm -hmm. So it was more like... A natural. Yeah, it was more like a natural, Mm -hmm. you know, going away type of thing. And, like, some people in the group decided to keep doing music, and then other people just said, "Eh, I'm going to go to school. I like acting or I like doing this. Mm -hmm. You know, because we grew up, you know, it was in the church, so you're kind of, like, forced to sing. (laughs) So that's how it was. But, yeah, it wasn't bad. Now, um, you said that, you know, you do music full time. So Mm -hmm. is there, like, anything else you do? Like, do you, are you in school or... Um, Yeah, I definitely I was I went to school for about a year and a half. And then after um, college, I was just like, this is not my dream. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really like happy. Like I can finish school. Like It's not hard to finish Mm -hmm. school. All you got to do is focus, you know, Mm -hmm. don't party so much. But I'm like, (laughs) yeah, hot girl semester. But at the end of the day, like you only get one life and for me i feel like you have to live it to your fullest mm-hmm. potential like yep. if you want to be an artist or you want to be a rapper or a architecture whatever you want to do you have to do that and you have to follow your dreams right. and that's the risk that i took like mm-hmm. even with family just saying no i don't want to go to mm-hmm. school i want to be an artist like you may not see it now but when i get there In you'll the future, thank me yeah. you'll thank me because mm-hmm. now you don't have to struggle no more now mm-hmm. when you need your medical bills paid they're they're covered you know right. what i'm saying so at the end of the day, it's just about following your dreams and following your passion and just yeah. sticking with that. So mm-hmm. that's what I did. Yeah. I think that's very important. I yeah. feel like, you know, that's definitely something everybody could take from it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like with careers that aren't, and I don't even mean this, like, in a bad way, but, you know, like, how could I put this without making it sound problematic? But, like, you know, like, people that are, like, doctors, lawyers, mm-hmm. more, I guess I want to say more, less risking careers. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like the people that don't do those things, they do get backlash a lot of times, but of you course. just have to push through because at the same time, like, look at all these artists, like, 
Beyonce didn't know she was going to be Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just a matter of doing the work and pushing forward, like, despite what anyone has to say. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like, you know, the people around you are, like, have become more supportive now as time has progressed or? Um, most definitely. Like, everybody's always known that I've been, like, musically inclined and I could sing and everything. But, like, actually going solo mm-hmm. was... Uh, a milestone for me as well just having the confidence and like the ability to know like oh okay you can sing but now you can write too I didn't know I had the talent to write Mm -hmm. so learning all those things and and my family seeing like oh wow she can write and her music is actually good like it doesn't sound you know crazy or just like (laughs) oh your your music's nice no it's actually (laughs) good so and I take very I take a lot of time like with my music like mm-hmm. it took me a while to put toxic out because I wanted to hear that that radio yeah. sound like I don't want to just yeah have a song and put it on SoundCloud or you know mm-hmm. just put it out like no my music's on iTunes Spotify right. Tidal you know right. so that's where it came just having that confidence mm-hmm. and once my family saw that I had that confidence they gained like a hundred percent confidence mm-hmm. and now they they support me with everything that's great yeah that's really good. Mm-hmm. Now you said you know your it took you a while to come out with toxic because you just wanted to make sure that everything was set. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, how long would you say the process took, and like what was some of the things during that process that you had to you know maybe revamp? Um, after I decided to put out my first single, I want to say it took about four months mm-hmm. to put out my first single because. This is my first song ever. Like I've right. never did I've never did a, a remix or a feature or any type of song before my single. Mm-hmm. So putting on my single, I wanted to make sure that like this is your first impression. Yeah, your first Just like song. a job application. You wanna make sure you look good mm-hmm. and you sound good. So that's what I did with my song and yeah, it took me about four months to, to make sure that it was what I wanted. But like the challenges that I faced, um, was really just learning everything at once like mm-hmm. learning that there's so many steps that you have to take before you can release a song like and people don't think about that they think you just write it record it and put mm-hmm. it out when you have to write the song you have to make sure the words make sense mm-hmm. you have to make sure you get your music mixed and mastered you have mm-hmm. to own your beat um if you don't own your beat you have to figure out you know ways around that and how to how to get the beat um making sure you hear that that radio sound because you could play it in your headphones but if it doesn't sound the same in the car and at the club then when you get to the club the speakers are booming and everything Mm, doesn't sound good so you have to make sure that everything sounds good and everything just you know Mm -hmm. lays out how it's supposed to and i think the one of the biggest challenges with like being an artist was just like learning people's personality that i didn't really know um I didn't know their true colors. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I say that, I mean, like, I started losing friends. I started seeing, like, who was real, who wasn't, who was oh, there, supporting who you. wasn't. Supporting yeah, you. like, who I could bring with me to an interview, who I can't. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Who's allowed to stay in my rehearsals, who's not. So, like, I started learning a lot of stuff, like, a lot. And I think that with any field you go in, when you start elevating and you start bossing up people start looking at you like they're they're jealous you know Mm -hmm. they want to be where you are they want to do what you're Mm -hmm. doing and that's when you wake up and you're like dang i thought we was cool but we're not cool because now you don't like me Mm -hmm. because you want to be where i am but we could do it together like we're all gonna come up together together. yeah Yeah, so definitely 100 percent. yeah so talk a little bit about your manager Mm -hmm. um how did that come about so we met um at the studio i was 
this is what happened. So I was recording like one song before Toxic. It was just like a random song I had made in the car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, one of my friends was like, why don't you just go record it? And I'm like, record it? Like, record it? I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I go to the studio and I recorded that song. And then that's how I met Mike. And Mike was just like, wow, you really have talent. Like, I want to work with you. I feel like you have potential to really like be something big. And then ever since like we sat down, we, you know, laid out a timeline and everything. I told him my goals and my dreams. Mm-hmm. And then like, we just came together and decided going hard. And that's how, you know, the ball's been rolling ever since. Mike is also here. He's just very, he's chill. He's yeah. Just in the <laughs> so yeah, that's good. That's really good. Um, I feel like having this, like a good manager that really focuses on what you want is so important too. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes like we see artists with managers that the manager is, I guess, more so focused on what they want versus money, what the yeah. what mm-hmm. the artists want, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, it needs to be like, at the end of the day, what the artist wants. You're managing them. Right. So I think that's good. I think that's super dope. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, so we're going to go into a little music break. Um, I want to play Toxic Love for you guys so you guys can hear. You said it was on sound, I mean, Spotify. Spotify, yes. Um, if you type in Kia Minai, Toxic Love, it's K-I-A hyphen M-N-I. N-I. Mm-hmm. And then Toxic Love, it should be up there. Okay, right there. here we go. <laughs> yes, y'all. I'm. This is my first episode. I'm a little shaky, on the edges, <laughs> but as we progress, we'll get better. So, yes. stay tuned. This is Black Talk Radio, and now we're about to listen to Toxic Love. I was a 
smell perfume on your t-shirt I wear bath and body work so I know it ain't mine That she perfume and you out of line To make sure that you got a shape up But you can make sure that your rent is paid up So controlling, you controlling Toxic Love and Toast by my girl Coffee. I don't think I'll ever get tired of that song. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice song. Yeah, that's my girl. So now we're going to get back into this interview, finish it up, because, you know, the show does end at 9. Um, for those of you who don't know, our new time this semester is from 8 to 9. Mm-hmm. Everyone keeps asking me, like, why don't you do it at 6 o'clock anymore? I felt like 6 o'clock was early. Mm-hmm, it was too early. People couldn't listen. Yeah. I felt like 6 o'clock was, like, some people still at work, mm. some people just getting off of work, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the shows are recorded, so either way, they go up on the SoundCloud, and people, I feel like more people listen on SoundCloud because then they have their, like, own time to listen, but, yeah. Anyway, so, what are some of the goals that you have for the upcoming months, um, mm-hmm. as far as your career goes, what should we be looking mm-hmm. out for? Yes, so like I said, this September, my second single is dropping. It's called Slide Up. Um, And then moving into 2020, I'm going to be dropping my EP. So it's going to have like six to seven songs on there. And they're just going to be, like I said, all versatile songs, Mm -hmm. different feels, different vibes. Because like at the end of the day, you know, every day you don't feel the same way like one day you Mm -hmm. may be emotional next day you may be happy you want to turn up Mm -hmm. so that's what my ep is going to consist of just a lot of versatile music okay yeah and then soon the toxic love video is going to drop yeah so that's coming (laughs) (laughs) right that sounds that sounds really lit yeah it's it's Um, gonna be lit (laughs) so have you like started recording for your ep or yes yes it's almost finished like okay, yeah because i have a lot of music so it's almost finished it's just about making sure that you know the mm-hmm. songs are perfect yeah, they all sound how i want to sound yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's all it is just fixing everything mm-hmm. okay yeah now um musically who would you say like inspires you any artists that inspires you mm, well my top three right now is still Beyonce. She's amazing. Queen. I love her work ethic. Mm-hmm. I love her drive. I love her uniqueness. She's mm-hmm. so unique. Um, second, I think I would say, honestly, like, I really like how um, 
I like how Nicki Minaj writes her writing style. Like, I know she's a rapper, but, like, when it comes to artistry, her writing style is sick. Mm-hmm. And she's really um, verbally talented. Right. So, like, I like taking notes from her and how she, you know, has her little punchlines mm-hmm. and stuff. I try to incorporate that in my music. And then um, last, hmm, I don't know. It's between Beyonce, Nicki, and I think maybe, like, Mary J. Blige. Because I could always turn on mm-hmm. one of her songs and yeah. just, like, vibe out. Like, that's how I like her music. So, yeah, those three are the top, three. top three right now. Yeah, That's a good top three. Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't th- I wouldn't think Mary J. Blige, though. Mm-hmm. You know, Runaway Love, that's my song. <laughs> I could listen Period. to that song mm-hmm. over and over and over again. <laughs> like, that song used to make me sad. <laughs> yeah, I love that song. Because it's so deep. Like, I love yeah. songs that tell a story yeah. and that make you really think, like, mm-hmm. dang, I've been through this. Or I could see somebody going through this yeah, and this right, is real. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like about her. Like, yeah. She's real. Okay. What yeah. would you say would be, you know, your favorite thing about your music career? Um, I think my favorite thing about being an artist in general is just how creative I can get. Mm -hmm. And like, when you're an artist, you have control over Mm -hmm. everything. I'm an Aries. Mm -hmm. So like, I like to be in charge and be in control Mm -hmm. of like everything that I do. So when it comes to music, like you really have the opportunity to just be free. And when it comes to your cover art, your music, your sound, Mm -hmm. like you choose Mm -hmm. everything. So I think that's the best part about being an artist is like, you just own everything, you know? Mm -hmm be really independent that's good you said you're aries mm-hmm. i have a close friend that's aries i don't really know much about aries i mm-hmm. feel like it varies per person what are you i'm a sag oh, okay sagittarius are cool i'm a leo leo's a cool <laughs> too what's yeah. your sign i'm a virgo my birthday in a couple of days yeah oh, well, happy birthday when it comes <laughs> my mom's a virgo yeah and so is beyonce Mm-hmm. So, what is a typical day like for you? Like, what's your schedule normally run? Like, how was it? Like, are you super busy? Do you have to make a set time to go to the studio? Mark is over here shaking his head, so I'm <laughs> assuming that is crazy busy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, A typical day for me, like, starts at 7. I get up early because I feel like the earlier you get up, the more time you have to get things accomplished throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So... In the morning, like, I do regular human stuff. You know, I wake up, shower, drink my tea, do some yoga. Um, I pray, thank God, every morning for waking up. Um, after that, I take out, like, an hour of my day to just write, brainstorm, you know, put promotions together, mm-hmm. different interviews lined up, like, what I have, you know, make sure my schedule is organized. Um, every day is different, but normally, like, I rehearse, you know, warm my vocal cords up every day, write, and then I try to be in the studio as, as much as possible. And that's really it, just like everything, music, just music, mm-hmm. music, music. Like whether it's um, answering a phone call or talking to a marketing team, like it's just yeah. music mm-hmm. all day, every day. Okay. So, okay. yeah. Um, so do, would you say that you do like a lot of your promotion through Instagram as far as marketing goes or do you use other social media platforms? As far as marketing goes, I use all social media platforms um, when it comes to websites, Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. I feel like having uh, multiple outlets of, you know, support and supporters, like listening to your music and mm-hmm. updated on what you're doing is a way to reach out faster. It's just having Definitely. multiple outlets. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if you could leave the listeners with one thing to remember about you, what would it be? This is your last question. 
Okay. Um, well, I just want you all to know that my name is Kia Manai. I'm an upcoming R&B artist. Um, my goal for 2020 is to definitely pop and have my music on the radio, performing. I want to get on to Rolling Loud and, you know, Coachella and stuff like that. So I'm working really hard on sliding in there. Um, but, yeah, I just want you guys to know that I'm a very versatile artist. I have a unique sound, and, you know, this is my dream. So... I'll see y'all when I get to the top. <laughs> yes, we love yes, that. Okay. Manifestation is mm-hmm. definitely key. Thank yes. you so much for coming in today. Thank you for having me. It was a really good interview. You are our first interview for the season. Woo-hoo. So, yes, it was a great way to kick it off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to Black Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play some music to finish out. Thank you so much for coming Thank you for again. coming. Thank you. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, I'm actually wanted to let y'all know. So, tonight <laughs> we're popping out. Popping out at Fever Thursdays, so be She's there. Very happy I'm very happy. Going. It's my first time. Yeah, so I'll be there. I know Fever Thursdays tonight is a popular party. I know Pretty Nasty is a popular party with, I think, Kappas and Q's. So, yeah. Why aren't we going there? <laughs> you know what's actually crazy, though? My cousin is actually DJing that one. Oh. But it really just went over my head. Like, I saw his name on the fly and everything. And he hit me up like, why aren't you coming to my party? And I'm like, sorry, I bought tickets for another one. <laughs> what are you going to do? Love ya. But anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Thank next you so much week, for coming. Our yes. interview will be with Frego Boy. He's a designer and stylist. And he has styled some people that um, actually went to the BT Awards. So it should be interesting. So, yeah, thank you guys. You know where to find me. Um, Instagram at Kristen Ayana. You want to drop your social? Yes, Instagram, Kia Manai is K I A M N I underscore. Okay. And my Instagram is at amara.chi underscore A M A R A dot C H I underscore. All right. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Same time, same place.